Whether it's for work or play, we rely on home internet so much these days. Being connected and staying connected has never been more important. So if you want reliable internet bought you at speed, switch to Aussie Broadband. It only takes a few minutes to sign up and their 100% Australian-based support team are ready to help. Aussie Broadband, the actual Aussie way. Find out more at aussiebroadband.com.au. T's and C's apply. Like Pavey, how are you, my friend? I'm well, thank you for having me. Welcome to the this room. Thank you. Yeah. Good to be here. <laughs> it is a beautiful room. Now, you've been a busy boy at the moment. Can I say first, I've been a massive, massive fan of your work for a long time. Now, actually, first, before we get into it, you're a comedian? Yes. You're a comedian. Thank you. Thank you for that title other than... And, and you also do some TikTok on the side. Yes. Now, last week when we first sort of met, you came in and we were having a chat and I called you, I, I think I might have called you a TikToker. Yeah. <laughs> and that wasn't good. No, but it was also fair enough, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, the TikToker name sort of gives off a, I don't know, probably not to anyone else, but it gives to me just this fucking, oh, just a, yeah, weird vibe. You don't like it. Yeah, it's funny because like I... I what didn't mean that as an offence, and not 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 that you thought it was offensive either. I hope no, but you know I don't think it's that offensive. I, I understand because you're doing your comedy now, and you you know you do a lot of work goes into doing a comedy gig, and you have to actually like plan it for months and months, and you're testing it at shows, and you're getting this piece of art together versus maybe a TikTok video that takes not as long. Yeah, is that what the yeah probably, yeah. and just because of the fact like I don't know why like you see all these American TikTokers who are just the worst. So it just like when you hear TikToker, it just conjures up an image for me. Um, but that's pro- that's on me. That's not on you no, or anyone no. else. I don't it, think. Are you alluding to like the Sway House? There, Bryce are, Hall. Oh yeah, I got beef those. with him. Oh really? What's he done? No, I just he treated Harrison Ray pretty badly. Can't have that. <laughs> You can't, you can't have that. Not my girl, Addy. No, you can't, you can't. Um, it's funny though with TikTok at the moment, and I know, again, just talking about it generally, um, Josh Richards. See, for a 29-year-old male that shouldn't be into it as I am, yeah. I really know what's going on yeah. in TikTok. I and mean, he's on a podcast now with Barstool, Dave Portnoy. Yeah, So right. they do the Best Friends pod. Yeah. And it's like a 50-year-old dude with like a 20-year-old guy, and they yeah, just right. talk about like weird trends. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I literally, you could show me a picture of any of these dudes, and I. Yeah, You'd have no idea who I'm talking about. No clue. Okay. I think I know who Josh Richards is, yeah. like vaguely, yeah. and just sort of the bigger ones like Noah Beck and all those yeah. types of guys. No, but all of the because there's thousands yeah, of them now. Yeah, so I never want to go to LA. I've got no. a couple of mates going to LA in like a month, and they wanted me to go, and I was like, I just I wouldn't be able to deal with those sorts of. No, look, it's think. not. It's it's one of those things. It's funny to watch, but when you get up close, you'd be like, oh, that's a bit weird. Yeah. Last thing on this is this has nothing to do with anything, but just the other day, someone sent me a video of the top one thousand TikTok accounts, and it was like saying the most powerful person on TikTok at the moment in terms of like audience to engagement is Will Smith. Right. Right. Which is funny in itself. Yeah. But then guess who the second is? It's ours truly is Dan Gorringe from Australia. Really? He has the most, he's the second most engaged TikToker in the world. Isn't That's that, insane. Isn't that I, insane? Yeah. I didn't actually, I didn't, it took me like, I got on his TikToks like later mm. on just because I like knew him as just like Gozer as people know him here. And then I looked through his account. It's like millions of likes every video it's insane it's bloody crazy it's a it's a, it's a crazy world anyway hey let's talk about you you're a 20 year old man in australia and as i said i've been loving your comedy for ages give me a bit of a run and how did you get into comedy because what i'm assuming you're only two years out of school really yeah pretty much um and you already got in tours what's that and you're already touring yeah it's insane um no i started uh making videos 
So it's just a bit of a piss take with mates. I would sort of just like, it took me a while to sort of like back in 2019 when everybody was sort of first getting on TikTok, it took me a good couple of months to actually come around to the idea of downloading it. And like my mates just, yeah, it took ages to convince me. So when I finally got it, I would just make videos just, yeah, to make my mates laugh really. And then just accidentally one blew up and then people kept asking me to do more and then yeah it's sort of just gone from there and then it's sort of like naturally progressed into live stuff and stand up and um yeah it's yeah a lot better than doing what I was gonna do just like go to uni or something for whatever I wanted to do yeah so was that actually like was there a time before this when you were you just gonna go do something because you thought you had to pretty much yeah i was think i was either going to go study like film and television just like doing like mostly behind the scenes stuff or uh or like sports management but yeah i quite prefer this yeah that's unbelievable it's such a fuck like you think about that's why i love you know there is i get how bad social media is in a lot of ways but again there's there's so many good parts to it as well like you've literally in the last two years and rightly so because of hard work and, and you're, you're funny dude and you've, you know, you put a lot of work into it. But like you've nearly forged a, a new career path for yourself. Yeah, it's great. I was, yeah, I was sort of, um, yeah, it was, I was getting worried there during the end of year 12. I was like, oh, I actually don't really know what I want to do. And then, yeah, just accidentally sort of fell into it. Like I, I think I've always sort of wanted to sort of do comedy, but like I grew up in the, like a rural country town. So there was no real mm. opportunity to do it. So yeah, this has just sort of opened up a couple of new doors for me in it. It's, uh, yeah, it's been great. Unbelievable, man. Yeah. No, you deserve it. Plenty of big things to come. Very excited about that. What was your first TikTok that went viral? First one to go viral was, I think it was just a TikTok that was set to like a sound. Um, and it was like so- something about me waking mum up on Christmas Day or something. Yeah. And the sound, like the end of the sound was like, get the cup or something like that i can't even remember but like the ones that actually got me the following where i started doing like impressions of like the dad and all those sorts of things and then yeah from there just started making more characters and sort of developed into the two girl characters and then yeah all of the all of the repertoire now that's in the in the arsenal for me now so yeah it's been good i love the dad character i love the girl character yeah, I love them all. I'm not going to ask you to do them now, but you got a YouTube channel now too. Yeah, I do. I've sort of I've got one video up there, so okay. I'm going to have to pump out some more videos. Just but get on there and watch that one video, exactly. Like six times. It's all be, you need to watch. Yeah, the link will be in the show notes for that. <laughs> on that as well. So you've dominated TikTok. That's going extremely well. Now he's doing the live shows. You're doing them with Luke. Yeah, Luke Kidgel. It's been yep. really, really good. I sort of um, I sort of moved to Melbourne last year to do stand up more full time, and then obviously we went into lockdown for however long we were in there for. So. I only really started doing stand-up regularly in sort of November last year. So um, I I started the tour with Luke with maybe eight gigs under my belt or something like that. So, yeah, it's been really good to sort of knock gigs back sort of in front of actual crowds every night and sort of be able to skip the, the open mic scene um pretty quickly which has been good i'm very grateful for that because oh. i've had i had some rough gigs the the first couple of times around what were the first couple of gigs like oh they were shocking like oh my first one ever went okay but like the second one it was just at this random like two people in the audience the other <laughs> 10 were like comedians that were just waiting to get up and then the mc before everything kicked off he was like oh and also just before we start you can't swear at all in your set and that that 
just stuffs about 80% of my material. So yeah. I was like, so I was like, oh, maybe if I'm not first out of like the hat drawer, like I might be able to salvage something yeah. and think of something else to do. And then he pulls the name out of the hat and then, yeah, Blake Pavey was up first. So I just basically just ate shit for about seven minutes straight. And it was, yeah, I haven't been back there since. Um, yeah, no. So now I just, yeah. What, what do you do like in those in those moments where like you can just feel it's not going well all right so it depends on the if it's at an open mic it's a it's just not fun at all you just sort of have to push through it and just eat shit but like at the times it's like it hasn't happened too much until with luke but like we had a um i probably shouldn't blame the crowd but we had a really bad crowd the other night that were just not not laughing at anything and i know the jokes weren't bad because the jokes worked the other 18 nights that we did it but yeah i was just dying up there but like that was funny because i knew the jokes were working well so you Um, just put it back on them be like yeah that that was was like yeah i was like you guys suck (laughs) not the best habit for a comedian to build just build every sort of bad set on the crowd like just push it onto them but um but yeah no it's quite funny to bomb now because i know i'm gonna be okay yeah i find like some of those funniest moments of when you're watching a comedian is when they bomb but then recover yeah yeah, yeah. I've like I'm lucky being with Luke because Luke's so good at like improv and like sort of getting back on his feet when he um when something doesn't go well. So he's been really good to learn off. But yeah, I've had some I've had some stinkers that I haven't recovered from as of yet. But um yeah, hopefully by the end of the tour I'll be yeah I'll be good to go. Have you found that like um you know speaking with Luke and uh, that you're working with at the moment, but like have you found that it's been cool to like come into this scene? And get support from older people. Like, cause I feel like a lot of the time when I was younger, and maybe it was just in the football industry or whatever that industry was, but like there was always people that weren't really keen on helping out younger people. Yeah, it's sort of, it's so weird. Like the people that I am sort of friends and peers with now, they're the dudes that I watched when I was like 12, 13 years old. Mm. It was so weird. Like we, we went to a show the other night after Luke and I's show and then it was like, it was just like this array of internet people. It was like ch- like anything for views, Max Mofo, Frenchie, all those types of dudes that I'd just been watching for years and then they all like knew who I was yeah. and all that sort of stuff and like, I met Broden from Auntie Donna the other night. He like knew who I was and I was like, this is just, it's surreal. But um, but yeah, everybody's been like so good about it. Thousands of Aussies trust Aussie broadband to keep them connected to the world, even when they're on the go. Because as well as reliable home internet, Aussie broadband also offers flexible mobile plans with super generous data allowances and no locking contracts. Their 100% Australian-based support team are ready to help you make the switch. It only takes a few minutes. Aussie broadband, the actual Aussie way. Search Aussie Broadband Mobile to find out more. T's and C's apply. Yeah. yeah. It's sick. I reckon it's like a changing of the guard, hopefully in Australia somehow, where it's like we're actually starting to like get around each other a bit more with this stuff. And like I say, I'm guilty of that as well. Like I was like, oh, fuck everyone else, you know, I've got to compete. But at the end of the day, like you're not competing. You're actually just like helping each other out. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I found like the best sort of stuff, like uh, especially doing TikTok, like starting it during lockdown and all that sort of stuff, not being able to sort of collab with anyone. That's been the best bit of sort of being able to go out again Mm. is just sort of like meeting everybody and sort of like getting in that sort of community i guess but it was like that that night that all these internet people that were there it was like that scene in power rangers when all of the red rangers (laughs) came together it was just so so what color were you i was red. there's like this scene in power rangers when like they're all red they're all red no from all the different series and they like it was like the avengers endgame of power rangers yeah that's 
Man, there was probably three things as a kid that I was like fully fucking addicted to. Yeah. One was like Rugrats. Yeah. Like I was just like into Rugrats ridiculously. I want to say one was, yeah, one was Rugrats. One was skateboarding. So that was like an outside activity that was weird. And the other one was Power Rangers. Yeah. And when I say like Power Rangers, I was like had every color, like every color costume. It was honestly one of the best. And and kids growing up these days, and I don't you're a lot younger than me. I don't even know if you went through the herd of this, but like you don't have the on demand stuff anymore. No. And it wasn't scheduled like when you're you know, ten or eleven, twelve, you don't schedule a show in like you're not like, oh, every Wednesday Power Rangers is on. You just had to like watch their TV until that came on. Yeah, legit. No, we were the same. I sort of, I, like, I think being like, because I was born in like 2002, so I feel like, like I sort of like just, got a bit of both. I just snuck in and I yeah. was able to sort of get the best of both worlds. Like by the time I was like 13, 14, I like, I was able to get Fox Talent on demand and all that sort of stuff. But like, yeah, before that, I was the exact same as you, just like, yeah, just having to wait. But yeah, Power Rangers was a big one for us as well. Oh, it was the best. It was so Absolutely good. Absolutely best. The, um, yeah, my sister's got a, a baby now, and the other day it was like, he was crying. And like straight away, just like phone out, wiggles on. I was like, yeah, fuck, imagine like me crying as a kid and like having to fucking put a VHS of like the wiggles on yeah. the TV and rewind it. Oh, anyway, shocking. weird. Um, what are you watching at the moment? You watch anything? Do you like your series? You yeah, look like you strike I, me as a film buff. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm pretty, yeah. Back when I was like 14, I was getting into my film buff phase. Well, you said you were going to study it. Yeah, yeah, but um, but yeah, I'm glad I'm past like the or Pulp Fiction's the best movie ever phase, <laughs> and now I watch yeah like a more wide array of yeah, stuff, okay, not just like Quentin Tarantino movies. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but no, I just started watching um, just finished watching sorry like Succession. Okay, it's one of my favorite shows ever. I, I missed the first two seasons because I before that I never really watched series just because I don't have the. I, I just need to get – that's why I like movies better. I'm able to get them done. In, and get it finished. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I basically binge-watched, like, all three seasons of a sick session in about a week. It was just insane. But, yeah, that's what What's that best. about? That's, like, the hierarchy of the family or yeah. something? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I think it's, like, based off the Murdoch family pretty much. But, yeah, it's just really, really good. I'm loving it. What's so, it on? Uh, binge, I think. Um Okay. So, yeah, I'm just waiting for season four to come out. I, and then just because it's a zeitgeisty thing, I had to watch Euphoria. Um, yeah. Oh, that gave me anxiety, man. I couldn't yeah. watch it. It was too full on for me. Like, I, was, I think I was saying this a few weeks ago. I would rather watch someone get, like, brutally murdered yeah. than, like, gaslit. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's easy. Like, because you watch there and you go, oh, fuck, that's so that's so cruel. Or like, so, you know, like cheating on each other or something. It's so hard to watch because, like, you get so emotional in yeah. it. But when you see someone murder, you're like, nah. you're like they probably deserved it. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, you're like, no, I'm, I'm not sure if I loved or hated Euphoria. It was like watching a car crash that you, that you were driving past. You just can't look away. Yeah. And you're not sure if, you, yeah, you enjoy it or not. I, yeah, fuck. Oh, I might give another crack one day. What about um, films? We had a question. Well, actually, just back to your point before about you were saying about, you know, Quentin Tarantino. I have this thing. Um, and I'm sure, you know, a lot of people have this thing. I'm definitely not saying that I invented it. But you know how there's, like, films and then there's movies? Mm. And someone will be like, oh, how good is The Avengers? And I'm like, you know, that's a great movie. Yeah. It's not a film, though. It's yeah. not like a film. Do you know what I'm saying with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah there's, definitely. There's different parts. So give me your favourite film 
Yeah. Oh, sorry, go back. The question last week was a movie, a film that's changed your life. Yeah. Not You don't have to go too deep into it, more just like a film that's changed your life and maybe a movie you like as well just so you can show the difference of what we're talking about. Yeah, right. Probably a m- film. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I, I, I'm trying to, my, you're trying to think which one's a film, which one's yeah, a movie. Yeah. No, one of my favourite films is a, a film called Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Great film. Great film. One of the best films. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, that's, I've, Rewatched that so many times, it's insane. But a great movie is probably like Spider Man No Way Home was a great movie. There you go. Yeah, you you absolutely nailed it. Yeah, that is exactly what I'm prefacing. I feel like a good balance was between film and movie was the Batman. I feel like that was the perfect mold. So okay, this is the question. This one could make or break our relationship. <laughs> The latest, oh no, you loved it, didn't you? I loved it. Oh no, I remember oh, seeing no. you posting something. God, I'm, that I'm was out. the worst I'm fucking like, thing I've ever seen. Oh, you've got, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Talk me through how you can actually like that, I'm man. I'm done. End the podcast man. right now. <laughs> that sucked. Dude, I loved it. I saw Why? I've seen it five times. That's a movie. Theater. That's a film. That's a movie. That's a man. film. It's Every a little day kid's week, movie. That's a film. Dude, that was so good. Oh, I hated it. Oh, but as when I fell asleep, I saw it th- like four or five times in theaters. Fuck. Why? Oh, so, it was I'm just gonna let like, you sell it to me one more time. Like, yeah. Why do you think it's better than like The Dark Knight or yeah. something like that? Um, yeah, I did say it was better than The Dark Knight. Yeah. yeah I hated you for a bit. Huh? I hated you <laughs> for a bit. Like wished, wished bad things upon you, you for, like, for oh. like five minutes. No, dude, that was like the, it's like the perfect Batman movie and the best like detective noir film. And you've melded it together. And like, it's just sort of, it's like, it's like you put the movie Seven in the superhero universe and it's just like those two things combined just with Batman as a character, just so good. Like that first shot when the Riddler's just – sorry to anybody who hasn't seen it, but like to uh, when the Riddler was just standing in that dude's house and you, you sort of, you, he's like hidden in the dark and then you can just see him like out of the reflection in the TV – and that's it, like how he's introduced. I was like, this is I like 10 minutes in. I was like, this is the best. Uh, like you can't convince me otherwise. I'm going to actually, uh, look, you've, you've really explained that well. And when you explain that, it's like I've never seen it before. Yeah. Even though I was in the cinema watching it and I was like, this is shit. Yeah. So maybe, maybe, maybe I'll try it again. <laughs> maybe I'll try it again. I'm going to, I'm going to try and go in with an open mind because for me, not so much. Didn't enjoy it. But again, like. It, it was always going to be hard and they couldn't keep doing it the way, the same way they did the previous yeah. ones because you're just like, well, that's not, you know, that's not Christian Bale, that's not all these people. It was, yeah. It was going to be weird. I'll give you a tip on one. I love watching international series and I'm not, I'm not being an art housey here. They're on Netflix in the top 10. So it's not yeah. like I'm going yeah. into like the depths. There's this one called Ferozia. Ferozia. Yeah, right. Ferozia. And it's basically like a Polish version of Green Street Hooligans. Yeah, right. And it's not bad. So I've been watching that on Netflix at the moment. That's pretty good. And then a really good series I was watching recently. It's called World's Most Wanted. So you sort of get the drift on what I like. I love like just crime, gangsters, like that. But I love like doco series. This one's about like the top, yeah, five or six like most wanted people in the world, which is, it's so interesting to like, and the best part was I'd sort of never heard of these people before too. It makes you think out there. Yeah. Who's like running the world? Yeah, legit. It was so weird. I was I was started watching that new like Jimmy Savile documentary on oh, Netflix. Oh, that was cooked. I, yeah. I watched it. I'm like halfway through the second episode. It's just so insane. Just so insane. Yeah, that was um 
Oh, I've finished that, so I won't ruin it for you. But it was fucking hard to watch. It's very, um, it's very, yeah, graphic. Speaking of films, I know we're getting right into this now. But then, what did you think of the Joker? Um, the old, like the newish one that was out with Joaquin like, Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm sort of I'm on the fence about it. Like, I thought it was great for like I tend to come, I watch movies like primarily through like the basis of. I want to watch like an actor's performance okay wow because um, that's the deep. side i'm interested in so for that side of things it was great like because he like he killed it in that role but uh, yeah i just feel like it was just uh now i really liked it when i first watched it yeah and then on rewatch i'm like this is just a like a makeshift martin scorsese movie from the 70s yeah yeah oh, i'm out of depth with these names you're dropping so you've you've already absolutely shown me up last question was on i'm just going through my netflix at the moment of what i've been watching and i'm a massive fan of the office as most people would be like incredibly steve crow very funny but i've just started actually watching the english version i yeah i watched the english version first i prefer that one you prefer it yeah, yeah. So i'm going through it now ricky gervais is as a, as a comedian is he got to be one of like your just the pinnacle would you say like who's a um, pinnacle for you i don't know i think i take i take a lot of things from a whole range of people like i yeah they all come from different places like carl barron was one that i was first introduced to like in terms of aussie comedy mm. i love ricky gervais and all those types of blokes and like dave Chappelle. probably uh, probably earlier on in their careers yeah I've, I, I don't know i have this thing about like ricky gervais and dave Chappelle now where it's like they're getting to the back end of their careers where they're now just getting a very very preachy and i, I just i don't preachy want, in terms of what like just like just talking about the same things all the time yeah. like yeah like i i agree with ricky gervais on all of the things he talks about but i'm like can you talk about anything else as in brother. like celebrities being not held as like how he gets into celebrities and stuff like uh, that no or? I like I like that type yeah. of stuff like him at the Golden Globes but just like all this stuff about like taking offence at jokes in comedy I'm like yeah. dude your audience loves you to death they yeah. don't care what jokes yeah. you make on stage I still like yeah you're right you're right I do love that though because that um, the stand up that he did that one recently it was actually on Netflix as well called Humanity Humanity yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It, was, it was great it was one of the funniest things I've ever yeah. seen in my life. Like, it was unbelievable. And I haven't been one of your live shows yet, so I'm waiting, waiting <laughs> for that. Before I let you go, because I know you're a busy man, I don't want this to be the last time. Are you happy to come on again? Okay. I ask you on, on record so that you can't say no. Yeah. And then I've also got on the record. So then if you don't come back, yes. people know it's you've yes you've actually honestly after your comments about the batman i might not come back <laughs> i'll let you know again i'll watch it again next few shows how can people find you what's happening um well pretty much just get tickets at lukekidgel.com i'll be with him on the whole tour just yep. opening for him and then after that i'm sort of doing this tour to build build up my own hour that i'll probably be doing sort of at the end of the year yep. and then leading that into the next comedy festival so yeah just Follow me on socials and so I'll keep everyone updated with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, subscribe. Yeah, sounds good. Am, and uh, Am I allowed to send people to your TikTok? Like, I don't want to offend you again about the TikTok account. Like, am I allowed to send people there as well? Are they allowed to watch it? You are, yes. Yeah, okay. oh, definitely go good. go check them out. It, it'd be bad for you. I know we've been friends on TikTok for a while. Now I've actually got your mobile, so every video you put up that I like, I'm just going to message you. Yes, that's good. Oh, yeah, I did get your message the other day about the... <laughs> you don't have to reply. <laughs> but like I'll just keep sending them yes, just, just even like like them yes yeah, just, good. just pop okay. up and like them okay sounds like a good plan mate thanks so much for coming in gonna get you around the studio a lot lately so uh, in the next in the next bit I wanna I wanna get you a part of it I think you need your own show yep I agree Let's I'll do it I'll do it Illy. sounds good see you mate